Hey everybody, it's your boy Gary J. White, the founder of Wake Up Warrior and CEO of DKW Styling. Welcome to Warrior on Fire Daily Fire Edition. Today's topic is this, face masks and painted faces. Sit back and relax and welcome to today's Daily Fuel. All right, so uh, for those who may not be aware, I am married to an amazing, beautiful, powerful businesswoman by the name of Danielle K. White. She is the founder of DKW Styling and also the creator of a unique hair extension method known as Natural Beaded Rose. You can learn more about that at dkwstyling.com. But anyways, my wife's a fashion blogger. She also runs salons. She also trains stylists, and she also sells hair extension hair and also created this method. So we've got a lot of different opportunities going on in the hair industry. I'm her business partner in that world and actually operate as CEO of those companies. But my uh, my wife, uh, for one of her fashion shoots, wanted us to have scary Halloween painting faces. So we have a makeup artist that she met at Nordstrom here last year, a year and a half ago. Super talented girl that paints faces like super detailed. It's almost like a tattoo artist only with paint. And so my wife wanted to do this scary skeleton face tattoo game. So we did this. So I got, I requested to come home early from work and for part of our day night, we're going to go get photo shoot, which is not something new for us. We go get photo shoots all the time. Uh, about every two weeks together, we get pictures uh, together as a couple. It used to be just my wife by herself, but then she started inviting me to be part of those, which was a good sign for our marriage, by the way, that I got invited into the pictures and I show up on Instagram occasionally, which is great. So anyways, um, she invites me home. I get my face painted. She gets her face painted and we look like two scary dead people. She's wearing this super elegant, tight, hot as shit black dress with these like intense, like little Louis Vuitton high heel stilettos. And she's got this amazing paint on with these 50s glam like hair done. And then I've got my skeleton face painted on. And it was crazy because while we're at the photo shoot and we're getting pictures, we didn't smile. There was no smiling in this. Nobody wants a, sm- a happy dead person. So in the pictures of being scary, this was a deal. Be scary, be scary, be scary, be scary. And most of my face was painted. My eyes were super black all around my eyes. And then they had the white kind of in there with the black so that my face looked dead and it looked like a skeleton face. And my wife, same thing. And I was sitting there, and the more that I got into the character during this photo shoot, the more anger I started feeling coming out. But I also, I mean, I was, I was doing this angry, Ugh. I'm like, you know, night of the living dead, walking dead. <laughs> and I was doing weird noises and stupid shit. The mom's like, literally, you need to stop it, tone it down. But I'm sitting there, and we're walking to go to a different location to get a shoot um, in a different spot. And I'm thinking to myself uh, the following. I'm like, man. It's easy to act different when you have a mask on. And, and I could feel it. But it was weird because it felt like I wasn't me, but I also felt like there was this piece in me that was acting or behaving in a way that wasn't normal to how I would behave. You know, I don't normally walk around with like death kill and do big, huge eyes for the photo shoot. Like that's not what I normally do. And this is the, this is the intensity of a mask is a mask has you do things that are not natural to you. And so here's today's principle. Today's principle is this. When you're not being you, you can't do you. When you're not being you, you can't do you. When you're not being you, you can't do you. When you're not being you, you can't do you. Like, I don't walk around with like skeleton face paint on. Some people do this. Goth kids, they love it. Good for them. For me though, not my thing. 
and yet eliminate the pain game and you walk around and most human beings are doing this all day long. They're painting on happy faces and they're painting on, they're painting on all kinds of different portrayals to the marketplace and to their family and to their wife and to their kids that this is what's really going on. And yet I've trained tens of thousands of men and women and I can tell you right now that 99% of the human race is walking around with a fucking mask painted on. It's not who they are. That's not what they are. It's not how they want to be. But they do it because, and you do it because why? And I've done it because why? Because we feel like we need to be accepted. We feel like we need to be brought in. And although last night was a photo shoot for me, this unfortunately became the reality of most of my life and is the reality of most people's lives. And so here's my question for you as we wrap up today's Daily Fire, which is where in your world, across body being balanced and business, do you have a mask on? Inside of your core four, you have a mask on that you're portraying to yourself and to everybody else. Something that is not true. And because you're not being you, you can't do you. The second part of this question is, what would be the first step to taking down that mask? In my case, it was literally washing off the makeup. In your case, I don't know what it's going to be. My friend, what you just finished listening to is today's Daily Fire. Parable and a principle. Up next is the Daily Fuel, which is the connection of that fiery parable and principle to the actual production strategies of Living the Warrior's Way found in the Warrior Book. So if you don't have a copy of the Warrior Book, well, guess what? Although this next Daily Fuel is going to be powerful, it won't be nearly as powerful if you don't have the tools and resources to follow along. I would encourage you to head to warriorbook.com and get that book shipped to you today. Man, woman, or child, it's going to help you either way. So, with or without the book, here we go. And welcome to this section known as the Daily Fuel. Here's the deal. We're about to go off into a journey. We're starting a new section inside the Warrior Book. We're heading into the game. Chapter 33. We have already gone through the code. We've gone through the stack. We've gone through the core. We've gone through the one door and four keys. And now here we sit, heading into the game. This is a good, exciting journey. We've covered a lot so far. Let's go look at our parable today, though. Uh, if you go back on my Instagram, you can see some of these pictures back from Halloween, me and my wife. Uh, you can see it on her blog, too, at DKW Styling. Uh, my her and I painting our faces. And the entire analogy that I gave uh, inside of our fire today was this conversation around being able to put on a mask. And how most of us end up painting these masks on ourselves. We paint this story of what we want the world to believe about us. We paint this possibility of how we are and who we are to the world. And how we actually act different based upon what we paint ourselves to be. Now, this brought us about a principle. And the principle was when you're not being you, you can't do you. My quote from today's fire was, 99% of the human race is walking around with a mask painted on their face because they feel like they need to be accepted. Now, I don't know where you are in this. And as we start into this journey of the game, um, I don't know where where you are when it comes to who you've decided you need to be. The, the challenging thing, and again, I'm still off script here until we get into the chapter. Um, the challenging piece on this entire conversation is the fact that who you are is constantly evolving. Like it's just constantly evolving. Who you are and the way you see the world and who you believe you are inside of that world is constantly evolving. So when you live by the code and you stack every day 
and you hit your core four every day and you're about doing these kinds of things, here's the opportunity that opens up. The opportunity that opens up is the ability to expand and grow and become. The challenge that comes along with the opening of that up is the fact that you are constantly changing, which means what you paint yourself to be today is something you might paint yourself to be different tomorrow. This is why we ultimately play the game, though, is this ability to recognize that the version of you today that you're currently painting on your face is going to change. It's going to change. And so when I say when you're not being you, you can't do you, it's a catch-22. Because who you are today is not who you're going to be a year from now if you're living the warrior's way. Which means at a certain level, you're going to look back a year from now and go, shit, I was kind of playing a little bit of uh, a little bit of shenanigans with myself. A little bit of shenanigans with myself. Why? Because I look back at who I was a year ago and I go, man, I was, I was bullshitting in this area or I was not telling the full story of the truth or I couldn't see the full truth. And that's the challenge is that, that when you begin to take on the challenge-based lifestyle, when you start to take on the game, which we're heading into right now, which is ultimately living in a game of creating new versions of yourself through playing impossible games, when you start to do this, everything starts to shift. Like it just shifts. Like I'm constantly moving towards creating something new, but not in one area across all four. Very easy to do in one area. Very difficult to do in all four. Yet once you learn how to play the game, game over. You become super fucking human. So we're going to take this principle. When you're not being you, you can't do you. And we're going to dive straight here into page 400. Chapter 33 The Game, Section 6, Overview. And a quote here in this chapter. Each player must accept the cards life deals him or her. But once they are in hand, he or she alone must decide how to play the cards in order to win the game. Check that out. Each player must accept the cards life deals him or her. I'm going off script. Here's the deal. Like who you are today is what it is. Like you were dealt series of cards intellectually, physically, uh, with your looks, your skin color, the race you were raised in, the, the religion you were raised in, the culture you were raised in. I shouldn't say the race you were raised in. Like you were, you were raised the race that you are. But I'm saying like inside of all of these things, like there, there was this environment in which you were dealt cards, many of which were biological and genetic that you couldn't have any influence over in the beginning. But notice what Voltaire continues down in this segment. He says, but once they are in hand, he or she alone must decide how to play the cards in order to win the game. And the game is what we're about to talk about. So Voltaire was a French enlightened philosopher, a historian and author from 1694 to 1778. So let's see, this guy lived, this guy lived 82 years old. 82 would mean I'd live 40 more years. That would mean I was already over the hump. I have less life ahead of me than I did behind me. But even if that was the case and I lived to 82, here's what I can promise you. The next 40, we, 40 years are continuing at the same speed I've been going the last like 17. It is game fucking over, my friends. Game over. This is like worldwide warrior global domination. All right, here we go. Verse one. We become a society of individuals who no longer compete. But that doesn't mean that we don't have to drive to win within us. It's just because we've become so heavily sedated, we seem to have forgotten. Most individuals today don't wake up with a sense of competition and expansion of becoming great. 
two. They don't have an idea of what it is to win anymore, nor do they even have a drive to win. We will never develop a desire to win if we don't know how it feels to be a winner. We look at youth sports today in the United States has become a joke, a celebration of mediocrity where participation awards are handed out for just showing up in place of medals that rank first and second place and so on. Third, we become a society of people who say, if you put in your time and effort, you were entitled to a result. And somehow, if you just show up physically with no clarity, you should get an award, a trophy for living. This shifts the foundational foundation established on lessons learned from competition to one of entitlement. I am here. Now reward me simply for that. Without having to do anything else, nothing separates me from anyone else, so therefore I'm entitled to everything. Reestablishing healthy competition. Verse four. Here inside Warrior, we say, fuck entitlement. That's not our strategy. We realize that the game itself pays to win. Winners walk the game of life. The greatest leaders we've ever known played the game of competition. Five, competition was never the problem. It's healthy to learn to metrically record who you are today versus who you are two months from now. This, this is important. Everything that operates inside of Warriors built from the game of the code, the core, and the keys. All of this wraps up into the conversation of the game. Online gaming, fantasy avoidance sedation, verse six. Now, gaming has become very popular, especially online. A lot of people live in a fantasy land of gaming. It's actually been projected that an average teenager teenager will have played well over 10,000 hours of video games before he hits the age of 20. Seven, gaming is no longer something we can avoid, but the crazy part about it is that gamification has become nothing more than fantasy avoidance sedation. While we do physical things out in life, we feel entitled to results, but inside the gaming world, there's no entitlement to anything. We must level up in order to win. There was a winner, there was a loser. There are levels that are passed. But like most of what we experience day to day, we've begun to, begun to workshop the fantasy of expansion versus the reality of results. The fantasy of possible results versus the reality of roles. results. For example, pornography creates a barrier to avoid the woman, the one woman in your life who could actually deliver the result of the reality of the fantasy that we worship, worship virtually. The reality of core four. Eight, body being balanced in business are all games within the core four. My friend... The metrics that we use and the way we play the game inside of Warriors is not a game of fantasy. It is a way to measure reality of who you've been and who you are to become. Not with an opinion about who you've been or who you've become, but a practical, pragmatic, and metric-based way of knowing what you have become, that you have become more. So therefore, you can do more and suck significantly less. Hence, you actually produce a life that is significantly better than what you had before. Nine. Otherwise, everything else we've taught here doesn't stand for anything. It's just another random series of tools that you can put on your tool belt as you randomly wander around with no clarity and receive participation medals for saying you hit your core four. Ten, who gives a shit if you hit your core four? If we don't know what the game is, you're trying to win. This section is meant to set the frame down and walk you through the step-by-step process you roll in how and why we play the game the way we play it. Eleven, in order to do this, we've got to understand scoring. Otherwise, the games don't matter. You see this with kids. They're not interested for very long if they can't win. I saw this while playing wall ball with Bailey, my daughter, when she was eight. If we didn't gain a point every time we hit the ball where the first one to a certain number wins, she would soon lose interest and go find something else to do in which she knew she could win or lose. This is the reality of our lives. If you have lost the ability to know how to track the score or what it, or what it even is, you will never know how to improve the score for the win or the loss, and your interest in that experience will diminish. 12. If you don't know how to talk about marriage, how would you ever know how to score it? Am I winning or losing? I don't know. I have no idea if I'm winning because I don't know how I have, I don't have any metric put in place to gauge things. The same thing goes to my spirituality and being. 13. Well, I'm feeling things like things are better. Fuck how you're feeling. If you can't metrically prove it, then you're, that you've improved, it doesn't matter. Same thing in your marriage and your relationship with your children on, or inside your body and business. We've got to be able to score, but 
We've got to keep it simple. Otherwise, it becomes too intense, so we get overwhelmed and give up. We easily see that in board games. 14. Our scoring has got to be simple enough that we can govern our own score. If your scoring mechanism at what you're creating in your world is too intense, complicated, confusing, and then administered to you, you will not experience the scoring system inside the Warriors way the same. You've got to self-administer and maintain the integrity needed to hold yourself accountable. Very similar to what you might experience in golf. Even at the professional level in golf, guess who keeps track of their score? The golfers. Tiger Woods tracks his own score, literally carries around his own scorecard. In the U.S. Open, at all of his Masters tournaments, he's walking around and he's doing what? He's tracking his score. Now, television might be displaying his scores and all these other people might be tracking, but the official score inside the U.S. Open is when Tiger turns in a completed score sheet and signs that sheet, self-administered. So, we're going to stop here on the reading inside this chapter. I'm going to come back to our principle. Again, our principle for today, and I'm going to go off script for the rest of this one. When you're not being you, you can't do you. But when you're doing you, this means that you're doing a version of you that's constantly evolving and expanding. The game was put in place to track expansion, to track growth, and to give you targets. The only way that you can actually do this is set up and establish exactly where I am today, set up and establish exactly where I want to go over the next 90 days to six months, okay, the next two, three to four months, six months, two weeks, whatever it is. I have to set a parameter of here's where I am, and I set another parameter of here is where I want to go, where I'm committed to going. Once I have these two pieces in place, where I am and where I want to go, now I get after it. So every time that I'm in my core four, okay, and every time I'm stacking, I'm using these tools to weaponize myself. Core four weaponizes me as a daily game at the highest level of who I am today. The stack as a tool actually pulls me forward to a new version of me. The one door and four keys push me productively towards a business outcome. And all of these tools, the code, the stack, the cord, the one door, and the four keys, all of these tools unify and coalesce into a game with known as the General's Tent, which we're going to be studying here inside of the game. The General's Tent sets itself up driven by the app, the target that you say you're chasing down inside of the impossible games. Here's where I'm going across body being balanced in business. When you step back and look at your world right now, like what, what is the target you're hunting down for your body right now? When you look at being, what is the target you're hunting down in your spirituality in relationship with God, purpose, etc.? What is the purpose or the outcome, the impossible game that you're chasing down for balance, relationship with your spouse, your children? What is the impossible game that you're chasing down for your body, or excuse me, your business, money, lifestyle, cash flow? See, when I say impossible game, that's, the, that's exactly what I mean. The impossible game function is that it is impossible for you to become or, excuse me, to obtain the target that you're setting if you stay with who you are. Who you are is not good enough to pull off all these targets. That's why we call them impossible games. Now, let's bring this back to our principle again. When you're not being you, you can't do you. The challenge is, though, is that the version of you is in the way of getting to the version of you necessary to pull off these outcomes. Stick with me on this. We're going to bring a summary to this daily fuel, but we're going to be covering the game here over the next week or so. And this itself wraps it all together.
Chapter 33, points to ponder from the general's tent. Point one, in everything you've ever learned all I and all I've taught and everything I've guided you to, none of it actually matters without the frame of the game. We need to produce a life that is significantly better than what we had before. Point two, we become a society of entitled pricks that need to bring the competitive drive back that is innately in all of us. Tracking a score helps us to metrically see how we can improve the score for the win. Otherwise, your interest in that experience will diminish. Point number three, the game of life is to create impossible games that matter to you, which requires you to become fundamentally something different than you are today in order to succeed and to win. Do more, be more, and suck less. And point number four, there is a current reality performance of who you are now, which is measured against past performances and the gap between that and where you are desiring to go. We're going to give our warrior witness coming out of a brother from Illinois here in the U.S. Garrett said impossible game is a game that requires you to become fundamentally something different than you are today in order to succeed and win. In order to do this, you're going to have to become more, do more, and suck less. That is why I'm here. Expansion and growth through pain in order to succeed. Every day is training day. Time for me to get training. So our principle came from today's fire. When you're not being you, you can't do you. I mean, this whole idea of face masks and painted faces. Yeah, we're seeing here as we enter the conversation of the game that for the very first time something's occurring and guess what it is? It's the understanding that you ultimately are going to have to do you, but the current version of you is not sufficient to pull off the next version of where you need to go. That means you're going to have to let go, my friend. So you just finished the Daily Fuel. Now it's time for you to get access to the action guides, personalized, customized journaling, and association with others who listen to the Daily Fuel every day for free by heading to warrioronfire.com right now. That's right. Head to warrioronfire.com today and set up your free account inside of the Warrior Armory. On top of this, you know exactly what you also need to get, which is the new book, Warrior Book, found at warriorbook.com. That book, together with what you're doing inside the armory, well, it's going to take these daily fuels to a whole nother level. So get that account set up today at warrioronfire.com and get your book shipped your way by heading to warriorbook.com now.